Why then? Why did you lie to them and tell them that you'll finish this podcast before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out? Got it memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. I'm Wheels, and I'm joined as always by Joe. How are you, Joe? I'm okay. This game's a lot right out the gate. There's a lot going on, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I... Oh, what is this game, by the way? This game is Dream Drop Distance that hey, we are we covering. Made it. We made it to Dream Drop Distance with, like, probably enough time. This one, this one and Recoded, which we did last week, are the two, the only two Kingdom Hearts games that I had no interaction with other than reading plot summaries. So all, all of these images that are hitting my eyeballs are brand spanking new to me. Mm-hmm. I've, I bounce off of Dream Drop Distance every time I try and play it. I don't know why. But my first question is, why did you name the notes for this guy's grocery games? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, as some of our astute listeners pointed out, Dream Drop Distance is Triple D, which is also what Guy Fieri calls diners, drive-ins, and dives on that very program. And he also has a show called Guy's Grocery Games on the Food Network, which is a game show hoisted. (laughs) Hoisted. Hoisted up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> by Guy Fieri, wherein uh, people run around a fake grocery store and try to, like, get groceries faster than each other, I think. I think that's what it is. Um, sure. So I just thought it'd be funny if instead of calling this Kingdom Hearts 3D, we called it Kingdom Hearts 3G. <laughs> uh-huh. Guy's Grocery Games. My, f- my phone's on 4G, actually, so I can't. Oh, look at you. Like, LTE over there. I don't even know if that's true. I'm... Kingdom Hearts Dream Job Distance is a game made for the 3DS and then later ported to the PS3. The Are you PS3. just reading the Wikipedia en- entry? What is happening? <laughs> no, but I have that same energy. Uh, <laughs> it was later ported to the PS tri- Triple, and then um, then it was on the PlayStation 4 on 2.8. Oh, fuck. We still have to cover point two. Oh, shit. Not- I forgot This isn't the last one. Game. And, like, there's someone. There's, like, at least three people screaming at their phone or whatever they're listening to this podcast on saying what about unchained and shut up (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll do what we we'll do what we fucking can do we'll we'll get as far as we can before the game comes out but when the game comes out we're talking about the goddamn game yeah and then probably yeah if well the thing is we'll get to a point in three have questions of what the fuck does this mean and then we'll have to go to the mobile game everglow wikipedia whatever Sure. Uh, this it starts. This game starts in the computer room on Radiant Garden. That we technically this is the last room we saw at the end of Recoded. That's but right. Is, <laughs> Wait, does I guess you could you could argue that it begins the moment Recoded le- leaves you. Um, I think this is a flashback though. 
This is this is. Uh, it's this like is ar- it has to be around the same time because like the same thing is happening. Well, at the end of Recoded, we see. Oh, oh no! At the you're end of right, Recoded, right. we see people coming back after two or whatever time that is. Uh, it's and, confusing yeah. because you see people. Yeah, you see the same thing, but this is actually. Mm-hmm. This is like between, way before. This is like right before one. Yeah. I would say. Okay. Yeah. Um, because we you're see. Right. Brig is like slapping on a computer and saying, "Hey, is this how you wanted it?" Uh, and the camera is like from a first-person point of view of somebody. It looks at Evan, e- e- Evan, and Ienzo on the ground, starting to disappear. And Brig says, "Zeanor, you want to fill me in?" And then his his hand raises the the whoever's point of view that we're from. It's I mean Zeanor. He said it, but uh, he holds up his hand and he says, "I am." And you can kind of see that it's like Terranort's hand. That's that's which Zaynort we are. Yeah, that's that's the point in time we are at. And he summons his Keyblade, the, like Zaynort's Keyblade, no name, the Black Goth one. Mm-hmm. You know, the Black Goth one? <laughs> that's fair. The only it one. doesn't really narrow it down, I guess. <laughs> Um, but the, the one like, with the eye, the, the glowing blue the, eye, the one. That, that doesn't narrow it down. The... Uh, <laughs> The, like, platonic ideal of Black Goth Keyblade mm. is what I mean. Um, Brag says, hey, do you remember now? Or, wait, did you never lose your memory? And then Terranor dashes towards Brag and stabs him with the Keyblade and says, that's not my name. I'm not Zehanort. Uh, and then we see Brag's heart fly out of his un- now unconscious body and Terranort... Teanort. Teranort continues. My favorite Yu-Gi-Oh character. My name is Ansem. So this is him stealing Ansem's name. I was dumb. This is the part where he, yeah, he takes Ansem's name and he has just finished taking the hearts out of all of his uh, loved ones. Uh-huh. He's, I, yeah, I don't, let's not read into this scene ever. Hard <laughs> cut from that to young Sora and young Riku on the shores of Destiny Islands, reimagining this game if it was worse and Kyrie wasn't there. Oh. That's kind of, I mean, that's kind of what's happening. Uh, they don't really explain what this is for a little bit, but this is, they're in Dream Destiny Islands. We'll, we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be like a fake out where it's like, oh, it's just like, before. it's like before Kingdom Hearts 1. It's Riku and Sora. Uh, they're like building a raft and they're doing a thing. Uh... But then it's not, and... We're really in the dreamscape, just like Yin Sid said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they notice a storm is coming, and then a, and then there's a whirlpool, and out of the whirlpool comes Ursula uh, yeah, from okay. Little Mermaid. But, like, yes, and Sora knows who it is, which is And summons his Keyblade. Mm-hmm. And they get some fight tutorials, and you play as Riku for a little bit, and then they win, and when you win, you see them fall into the water and drown. Uh-huh. And the game's over. <laughs> Want to try again? <laughs> That's one of the many canon endings of guys' grocery games. No. Uh, um, yeah, so... They, dr- they drift Sora. underwater. Yeah. So they're underwater, there's a keyhole, and then they're kind of... it. Lo- they're like, their eyes are closed or whatever, but they still... Ooh, this is going to be the first of, I assume, many uh, spelling errors in my notes for this first session because I'm not feeling super well and I <laughs> and I think my brain just wasn't there to type this quickly without errors. So uh Sora and Riku Saman their keyblades. 
and uh, blast some light into a keyhole that appears deep underwater, and, like, I don't know, something happens, and then they fall into it. Yeah. And then we see brown-cloaked Ansem from Kingdom Hearts 1. You know, like, I, the weird, like, clo- the brown-cloaked figure in the first the, game? Yeah, the, says the Jedi, this... before they came up with the black cloaks that literally everyone has. Yeah. But they keep giving this one the brown one. Yeah. Uh, it says, just like it did in the first game, this world has been connected. Thanks, Bailey. Um, then we huh. get a flashback to Yin Sid in his tower, explaining things to Sora and Riku before any of this happened. Donald, Goofy, and Mickey are there. Mickey looks so fucking sad the whole oh, yeah. time. Uh-huh. And I mean, I guess there's a reason for it. But <laughs> Yeah, they did just learn that all their work was for naught. Yeah, also... I, the big bad guy's back again. Are we just to assume that Mickey said, hey, here's the plot of Recoded, or no? Because we don't see it. Uh, he writes the letter. Presumably he puts some uh, fucking... P.S. P.S. Cliff's notes in there. Data Sora thanked nominee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, who should read Yin Sid's report one? Oh, you're you're asking so that I do it. No, uh, I was legitimately like you. You are welcome to say me. You you'll have you'll have the next Yen Sid soliloquy. Okay. Yen Sid begins as a Keyblade Master. Xehanort had a gift like few others, but such great minds are often plagued by a single great question: What is the essence of the human heart that weakens us or empowers us? The answer, he believed, would be found in the Keyblade War. What if the challenges in our past were in fact a map to the light and darkness that battles within us all? Xehanort had to know, so he renounced his duties as master and chose the Seeker's life. Were you saying something or were you just, like, vaping? <laughs> Neither. I, just heard, like, a br- I wasn't sure if that was a breathing in, like you're about to say something, like, say a It's, take, it's an exasperated, like, breathing out while okay. holding my face. Because, like, this whole scene, it might actually be the next one, but when he starts talking about the history of the Keyblade, I'm going to get real mad. Oh, yeah, I think that's the next one. Just tap me in, coach, when we get there. (laughs) Since then, in many a guise, he has clashed with protectors of the light. In many a guise, 13 guys. (laughs) All of their grocery games. Yes! Keyblade wielders like yourselves. And mark my words, he will trouble us yet again. We must be ready, which is why you, Sora, and Riku are to be tested for the mark of a true Keyblade Master. No doubt you fancy fancy yourselves masters already, but it takes years of training. Only a true master can teach you the proper way. Both of you are self-taught Keyblade wielders, an impressive feat. However, the time has come for you to let go of preconceived notions. Forget what you know about the Keyblade, and begin your training again with a clean slate. So, spoilers, Yin Sid says that you have to be taught by a real master, but he fucking beefs it. This whole game yeah, does not go at again. all the way yeah. it's supposed to. <laughs> Surprise. No. Uh, Sora says, but that's just a formality, right? I already proved myself. Me, the king, and Riku, we can take on anything, right, Riku? Riku says, I don't know. I think that in my heart, dick... <laughs> Why did I say dickness? <laughs> God, I am not my I am so out of it because of the aforementioned not feeling wellness. Uh he says darkness still has a hold. Or yeah, I should say the full sentence. I don't know. I think that in my heart darkness still has a hold. Walking that path changed me. 
I'm not sure if I'm ready to wield the Keyblade. Maybe I do need to be tested. Riku, then count me in. All I need is for Riku to do something for me to do it. He huh. says, put me through the test. Just watch. Me and Riku will pass with flying colors. They don't. <laughs> Yensid says, very well then. Sora and Riku, let your examination begin. You get like these glossary entries. We don't care about those, right? What's a Keyblade? Yeah, What's a Xehanort? We were, we're, we got to blaze past that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no. Who cares? Uh, Sora's falling from the sky. Oh, no. Doing that deep divey. It's astonishing to me that this just happens <laughs> and, like, we don't get... As this game continues, we keep getting flashbacks to the scene we just saw of Yen Sid explaining things to Sora and Riku, and he, like, explains more and more things, and that Why happens, like, a million just... times. So maybe yeah. he will eventually explain what the fuck is happening here? They're diving uh, into the sleeping world. I mean, I get, I get the clear, I get the basics, mm-hmm. but why but and how? Wh- by what mechanism? Um, sleepy. <laughs> That's so weird. Anyway, they fall through things and fight. They fall through weird space and fight enemies <laughs> mm-hmm. to get to the worlds. It's weird. Yeah, this first one that they go to is Traverse Town, and Sora wakes up in Traverse Town. I feel like that's the 400th time I've had to say that on this show. Sora wakes up in Traverse Town, and he says, hey, or no, he says, huh, this is Traverse Town. Hey, what's with my clothes? Must be more of Master Yin Sid's magic. Notably, Sora does look like he did in Kingdom Hearts 1, but with a different outfit. It's like super red, there's a big axe on the front, um, and and white, uh, I mean, it doesn't even look like two belts. It's just a big X. Yep. <laughs> Step one on Master Yinsid fucking up. Puts a big uh, X on Sora. We'll learn and, why that's a mistake later. Yeah, just know that it is. Neku from The World Ends With You bounces around the rooftops. And then there's the Traverse Town title card, but Traverse Town has been, like, rebranded uh-huh. by, the, by the team that made Prototype, <laughs> I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, Sora says... Sora, I think he goes down to the courtyard first, or maybe he's still up there, but he says, What happened to Riku? Riku, hello, Riku! (laughs) Neku says, uh, Neku, like, floats down from the sky and says, Shut it. Talk about noise. Sora, right? Yeah, but how do you know that? Uh, Neku, God, this makes no sense if you don't have any World Ends With You context. He grabs Sora's wrist, he turns it upright, and says... Looks like you're not a player. A player? It's like, you know, they say don't play or hate. No. Uh, mm-hmm. He says, come on, keep up. In the game, players get marked with a time limit. In this game, I can't afford to lose. I need my game partner. What's a game? <laughs> so it <laughs> says, okay, I don't know about any game, but can I help? What? Time out. Do you trust every total stranger you meet? Yes. Look. <laughs> Look, sorry, you're no good. You're not a player, and my pact is with someone else. Okay, so we can't be partners. Why can't I just help you out as your friend? Now we're friends? It's not that easy. I'm not saying it is, but you can make it easier. Yeah, sounds great. Whatever. Cool. Lead the way. <laughs> Sora, so, what the fuck? You had a mission. <laughs> so, okay. the I was about to explain... The world ends with you bullshit that's happening here. But it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't come up again, so we'll just keep going. There are, like, groups of two. Like, that's 
that's pretty much the thing yeah, that and, exists in this world. And, and if Sora, if Sora were part of the the Reapers game, he would have a ticking timer on his palm, and he doesn't. Um, it's all it's parallels for his partner being Riku in this game, which is Guy's Grocery Game. <laughs> but it's it's yeah, it's it kind of falls short if you don't know what's happening. Also, later it just spoils the entire ending of the game. So. Apparently, it's not it's not like the whole bit of it, but. It's, it's a, a lot. lot of it, so we'll mention it when we get there. Yeah, or not mention it. <laughs> sure. We'll give you warning is what I mean. Yeah, so that happens. He gets the tutorial for flow motion, and he flow motes all around. And then he gets to, what is it? <laughs> I like flow moat. Mm-hmm. Is it the second district where he starts to fight the Dream Eaters? You are positing that there's a universe in which I have... All of the districts of Twilight Town, the numbers memorized. Did we have? No. You don't you don't have it memorized? No, of course not. People are like, I don't. It's second district. I don't I, even know. I do. I I have so much Pokemon garbage knowledge stuck in my head, and mm-hmm. there's no universe where I remember any city's name in that entire game. I mm. I'm not that. I don't give a shit about names of locations and video games. My brain Wild. just can't care enough. I wish I didn't. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I envy yeah. you and your ability to say who gives a shit. If yeah. they're in second district, he asks Neku his name and Neku yells Dream Eaters because some, some enemies pop up. And Sora says, that's a weird name. And Neku says, not me, them. <laughs> and Sora says, oh, yeah, I, I knew that. I was joking. <laughs> and they fight. Neku has a cat monster that helps him uh, after they continue to fight. Neku says, oh, and it's Neku, Neku Sakuraba. Sora makes a weird joke about it being a mouthful, and Neku's like, no, fuck off, it's really not. Just because I'm the only person you've ever met who has a last name, goddammit, doesn't <laughs> mean my name is that complicated. Yeah, and then they fight some more, and Sora's like, hey, nice cat. Does it sass you? I was trying to make a joke about Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but I can't, it's not there. <laughs> Neku says, yeah, if I'm going to survive the game, I'm going to need some extra help. Think you could control them? And then, then we cut back to where Yinsid explains what Dream Eaters are, which makes that whole Sora not knowing what they are very confusing. Ooh, we're starting to get some, we're getting some more typos in this one. We're getting some more typos in this Yinsid soliloquy. Oh no, this is, this is my turn. Yeah. If we are ever to strike down Xehanort, we need the individuals King Mickey spoke of in his letter. Vaguely, I I guess. I don't remember the letter very well, but I'm pretty sure he didn't say, Aqua's in the Dark Realm! So, anyways. We must lead them out of sorrow and slumber and back to our world. To do so, seven sleeping keyholes must be found and unlocked and a great power retrieved. As you know, every world is walled off from the... (laughs) This sucks. I hate you Sid so much in this game. (laughs) As you know, every world is walled off from the next, preventing travel between them. In the past, you could bridge these gaps because the wall was broken, or because you could open special lanes with your keyblades. But your new goals, the sleeping keyholes, are harder to reach. You recall in your first journey, <laughs> first journey, should be first, yeah, that you brought many worlds back from the darkness, but some never returned completely. They still sleep. Cut off from all outside channels. Not even the heartless can in an enter. <laughs> enter. Should be enter, yeah. 
But these sleeping worlds are said to have their own manner of darkness. They are called dream eaters, and there are two kinds. Nightmares, which devour happy dreams and benevolent <laughs> spirits, which don't laugh at me. I have a, God, I'm a very old man. God, this voice actor and just going in and you're like, oh yeah, I've said a few things in some of the other games. You know, how, how hard can, can my part for the fucking 3DS game be? And they just plop down. A novel. Fucking A Tale of Two Cities. <laughs> it was the nightmare of times. It was the spirits of times. And you're like, yo, I just play the dude with the wizard hat. This, <laughs> these can't, this can't be all me, huh? So nightmares are the bad ones. Spirits are the good ones. They consume the nightmares. The dream eaters will guide you, just as the heartless once guided you, if you want to think of it that way, to the... You wrote <laughs> Keyblade, but it's Keyhole. They guide you oh. to the keyhole you seek at the heart of each world. And then we cut back to the present. Sora makes a big old cat friend. Meow well. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. In District 3, Neku, they get there and Neku's like, Hey, I brought you Sora. We had a bargain. And Sora's like, not, Sora doesn't even register what's happening. <laughs> He's just like, what's the matter, Neku? Yeah, and then a cloaked figure appears, which is who Neku was talking about when he said we had a bargain. Mm-hmm. Sora sees the cloaked figure and says, No way! And the figure dashes, and Neku says, Hey, that wasn't the deal. You said you wouldn't hurt him. And then tries to protect Sora, but I guess fails. Uh, I guess succeeds, but... I don't know. We, Sora, Sora falls asleep. <laughs> yeah, he just he just falls unconscious here. Yeah, he heard me repeating that Yin Sid paragraph, and is like, yeah. Why am I so sleepy? He falls that asleep. is actually the line, by the way. He says, that, Why yeah. am I so sleepy? He's very sleepy. How did I get so sleepy? <laughs> Somebody tell me how I got so sleepy. Uh, this is the Bed Bath and Bionicle crossover episode where I just <laughs> sleep through the entire thing. Um, anyway, Sora falls asleep and now we're controlling Riku. He does the dive thing and then lands. When he lands, we see him right where Sora was in third district. And he says, am he says I in? more than Sora has ever said. That's like, like that was relevant at a time. <laughs> <laughs> he says, am I in Traverse Town? My clothes have changed. And also, he's young. He, he doesn't mention this, but he's like young Riku. He's got the haircut and everything. Notably, his new outfit that he mentions. I mean, he can't see it, but there's like a Dream Eater symbol <laughs> on the back. He says, my clothes have changed. Sora, where are you? I remember we fell overboard when Ursula attacked, and then we found a keyhole. So this must be one of the sleeping worlds. My keyblade, it just sort of popped into my hand when I needed it most. Right, it started. Riku talks so much to himself that I'm waiting for him to, like, pull out a fucking flip camera phone and just be like, Welcome to my vlog. I'm in Traverse <laughs> Town, 3rd District, checking it out. Try, gonna start trying out daily vlogs. Uh, it's a bit, just a bit of a challenge to myself to see if I can stay on my grind all the time. Joshua's there. Joshua from The World Ends With You. He's a lot. Uh, yeah. He says, wow, where's your portal? It takes something special to jump between grounds without one. Who are you? What do those words mean? My name is Joshua. What do you mean, portal? Are we just skipping past the part where you tell me your name? Riku. Hello there, Riku. Portals are like gateways that link up our worlds. Apparently the world you and I are standing in right now, well, there are two copies of it. It's been sort of split in half. Portals are what let folks like us cross between them. There can be two of a world? Sure, why not? <laughs> the, the world is as many things as people need it to be. 
is what he says. The concept that we all live in the same world, that's all in our heads. Surely you knew. I'll tell you what, Riku. I've got a little errand for you. And Riku just walks away. Sorry, I don't trust you. If only Sora could do that. So much would, so much <laughs> would go better. Joshua says, Aw, at least hear me out. I'm looking for a girl named Rhyme. She's the key to the portal. And on the other side, who knows who we'll find? Maybe even your friend, Sora. You know Sora? Now I have your attention. But unfortunately, I don't know where he is. If he's not in this version of the world, I can only assume he has to be in the other one. Simple logic. Okay, you want to find Rhyme? You got it. Let's go. And then do it. You get the title card again. I don't know why we get the title card so many fucking times. Especially, like, on the forced drops. <laughs> I mean, they worked hard on that animation. They're going to do it again. Sure. At least it's not, like, a third time, like, Birth by Sleep. Yeah. Um, Riku fights some shit, gets a bat friend. They talk about Dreamers, which I'm assuming is another The World Ends With You thing. <sighs> Sorry. Side effect of this medication that's making me feel bad is that I yawn all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, this is the game for it. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they go through the tutorial on how Dream Eaters work, and then Beat from World Ends With You shows up and says... I got you now, Joshua. Once I take you down, yo, me and Rhyme is going back where we belong. Beat, how many times do we have to go over this? You've been tricked by that rogue in the black coat. Riku says, what? Black coats? But that's... I'm telling you, you've made a friend of our enemy. Beat says, just can it, all right? Your inverse psychiatry ain't gonna work. Let's go, Dream Eaters. That joke is so funny. It's really good. Uh, someone it took me says a while what? To, realize, to realize what the joke is, actually. <laughs> reverse psychology, but inverse psychiatry. Mm -hmm. Someone says what? It's either Riku or Joshua. Yeah, the shot, is, their voices are not too dissimilar, and the shot is from behind the shoulder of both, so you can't see whose mouth is moving. So someone says what, and Beat says, man, not cool. About what exactly? They fight. Uh, well, no, Riku fights the dream eaters that Beat summons, and then Riku wins. And Beat says, you know what? Forget it. This is stale, yo. Joshua says, playing the tough guy 24-7, I'd be worn out too. I just want to protect the one person who matters. Riku says, I know the feeling. Uh, and then he starts to fall and says, why am I suddenly so sleepy? Fuck, another goddamn Yen Sid. Yeah, it's fucking loaded. Another Yen Sid flashback, let's go. Yen Sid says in this flashback. Oh, this is the one that makes me angry. God, look at all these typos in this one, too. I said, long ago, in the age of airy tales, <laughs> it should be fairy tales, the world was filled with light, a gift, many believed, from an unseen power known as Kingdom Hearts. You see, Kingdom Hearts was protected by its counterpart, the Keyblade, so that no one, so that none could ever lay hands on its mysteries. But in time, the world was overrun by legions who wanted the light all for themselves, and the first shadows were cast upon the land. These warriors crafted keyblades in the image of the original keyblade, and waged a great war over Kingdom Hearts. We call this the Keyblade War. But though the war extinguished all light from the world, the darkness could not reach the brightness inside every child's heart. With that light, the world was remade as we know it today, with countless smaller worlds shining like stars in the sky. As for the real Keyblade, sorry, as for the real Keyblade, it did not survive the battle. Two, the two elements that created it, one of darkness and one of light, shattered into 20 pieces. Seven of light, 13 of darkness. I hate this game. 
And as for the source of all light, the one true Kingdom Hearts, it was swallowed by the darkness, never to be seen again. As long as it remains there, even the brightest world will have its own dark corners. After all, light begets darkness, and darkness is drawn to light. For this reason, some decided to use the Keyblade, a weapon designed to, con to, to conquer the light, to defend the light instead. These were the first heroes of the Keyblade. Um, what is it that upsets you about this? Everything about it. Um, no, like, what is different? What is, like, contradicted by this? I can't How even... many Keyblades have there been? One. When does Unchained Key take place? Because if there's been one Keyblade and it was in Birth by Sleep, when oh, was the no, first Keyblade the, lore? The Keyblade in Birth by Sleep is the same... It's... it's there's one blade, but it's made multiple times? Correct. Xehanort says the Keyblade will be reforged a few sure. times in Birth okay. by Sleep. So it is that same blade that Ventus and Vanitas reform when they uh, do the fusion dance. Yeah, I still don't know when Unchained Key takes place for a lot of Yeah, no, neither does anyone. No one knows. Um, the implication from what I... Well, we can't really get into it because I of Ansem Report. Well, we'll get in. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just say it. Um, there are Dream Eaters in... This is a spoiler alert. There are Dream Eaters in... Unchained key, which implies may they don't call them that because they don't know that's what they are, but it implies that maybe Unchained key is a sleeping world. Mm -hmm. But it's there's also implications that it might be the capital W world before it was split into multiple worlds, or the dream of that world. Yeah, and the Book of Prophecies makes everything super confusing too. Yep. But there's a couple details in Unchained Key that make me super questioned. Yeah, so it's it's a, it's a thing that people don't know the answer to when Unchained takes place. Yeah, but this, yeah, the way that he talks about the Keyblade, like it was just the one time, was uh, upsetting. But then well, it's, the, it's the other time Ventus and Renitas made it, it lasted for all of ten seconds, so it's fine. Sure, but did that also make another seven light and thirteen darknesses? Oh, no. that's an interesting question. Presumably. Great. 14 light and 26 no, dark. No, no, it's still the same, still the same light and darkness. It's shattered the same way again, I would presume. Or he's talking about the most recent shattering, which would have been the Ventus and Vanitas time. It's impossible to know. Regardless, there are there are that number of shards now. Sure. Which is like a concept that has been brought up for the first time. And it doesn't really matter. Who cares? It might matter. I <laughs> It might matter. Anyways, uh, Sora wakes up in Traverse Town. My favorite sentence that I've ever said. Sora uh, says. 20 fucking times. In the past week, Sora says, Huh? Where is he? Huh? They're both gone. Before I fell asleep, Neku said that he and that creep in the coat had a deal. But what was the deal? And the two of, are the two of them in league? I love this phrase. Are the two of them in league? Like I love that game. I love... <laughs> I love playing ADC. They just announced that new character. Yeah. They can't, that can't be right. We never even found Neku's partner, I guess. I should take a look around. He goes back to the first dictors, there's a hole under a mailbox, and he goes in it. And there's a fucking skate park post office. I don't know. There's a new district, and Sora's like, wow, I've never been here before. There's, what's that? It says Coliseum. And then he meets Rhyme. He says, hey, um, any ch I put change. God, there's so many. I'm sorry about this. Hey, um. I mean, I don't care. They can't read it. <laughs> any chance you're Neku's partner? Uh, I'm not really sure. All I know is that my name is Rhyme. I see you editing that future typo. Fuck off. <laughs> so you mean you lost your memory? 
Yep. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's no big deal. You know what they always say, sometimes memories just need a little help getting out. God, I didn't, if I were to actually, like, God, if I were 100% there today, I would have fixed this typo, because this one's embarrassing. Yeah, that's true. A little help. I know. Maybe Neku can jog your memory. <laughs> Come on, Rhyme. Let's go jog your memory. I like that he repeats it, though. Yeah. Maybe Neku can do this thing. Let's go do this thing. So we're watching Jet Monkey HD for this, or at least you are for the notes. I might end Correct. up playing it. I might not. I don't have time. Uh, but he willfully switches to Riku, which a lot of the stuff in Riku's story, at least in Traverse Town and then again later in the game, it is kind of intentionally making Riku stuff happen after Sora's. Um, and this is this is one of those examples. But Riku gets there and says, what happened? Did I fall asleep? Where are Joshua and Beat? I had to think really hard about what those letters stood for. <laughs> Shik, is it Shiki from? Shiki, I think. Shiki from The World Ends With You is here now with Dream Eaters. And Riku uh, saves her. Being chased by them specifically. Yes. Riku defeats them and saves her. And she says, seriously, thanks. I'm Shiki. How about you? Riku. Thanks, Riku. Sure. Then, then he leaves. And <laughs> I love this exchange. <laughs> oh, your, <laughs> your notes pointed out very well. Um, Shiki, hey, that's it? You chat up a girl and then just say sure and walk off? I'm gay. Sorry. <laughs> no, I don't even remember what he actually says. Uh, uh, what he says is like, uh, it's like something like, uh, sorry, I'm bad at this. <laughs> Yeah, that, Which is the uh, same yeah thing. that's what it is. I'm bad at this, sorry. Look, it's not safe here. You should go home. If it's dangerous, how can you just leave me here? Aren't you my knight in shining armor? Well? Well? <laughs> knight? You've got the wrong idea. I'm gay. She <laughs> says, oh my gosh, I was just kidding. You get out much? You remind me of this guy I know. Well, good thing we met. Yeah, great. <laughs> He's such an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he does not care for this person. No. He continues to look for Joshua and Beat. Shiki follows. And when they get to this other new area, which is like outside of a garden terrarium thing, uh, Shiki says, over there, and runs away and up some stairs. And Riku says, hey, we should stick together. And then Shiki And then yells. you hear, ah! He's just like, perfect. And he runs after. But when he gets over there, it's the black hooded person. Single dork. Uh, we should mention the whole time Shiki was carrying a teddy bear. The teddy oh, yeah. bear has now fallen, uh, is now on the ground next to the feet of the black hooded figure. R Riku says, Shiki, no way. And the, you, you can tell Why that the black hooded figure care? is bad. You can tell that the black hooded figure is bad because they stomp on the teddy bear and like it's... kick it away towards Riku. Oh, it's such a dramatic scene. The hooded figure says, oh, what does he sound like again? It's like, how did you get here? Who are you? By choice or by chance, you cannot control what you're not aware of. This wakeless sleep will be your prison to wander forever. What do you mean? And then Beat shows up. Do you want to... I don't... <laughs> oh, sure, sorry. Riku, don't you listen to that punk. Shiki's gonna be fine. She told me what's up. Hoodie here set this whole thing up, yo. He promised to send Shiki back to our world, and you was the cost of travel. Yo, this series, this is seriously one half-baked excuse for a mission. Bet you ain't even a reaper. A reaper is a world ends with you thing. Reapers are the people who make, who like, uh, they have a place in the game. It's a thing. I believe you. 
Uh, the hooded figure takes off his hood, and your notes just say his name, but we've never said it before. <laughs> so I guess this is the, the reveal on for the God at Memorize canon that this is young Master Xehanort. I mean, you can you can fucking tell that it's... Can you? Everybody looks seen, the same in this game. You've seen someone with his same hair a little bit older looking on Destiny Islands before. Sure. It's young Master Xehanort. We're going to get into the Xehanort cinematic universe in this game. <laughs> uh, and this is this is the young Master Xehanort. Um, and Riku says, all right, who are you? And then young Xehanort summons a Dream Eater boss and leaves. Yep, out of one of those darkness portals. Mm-hmm. It zooms Riku in on says, his yellow wait. eyes, by the way. Oh, yeah. Shiki says, I'm really sorry, Riku. It's all right. Beat Watcher. I got this, yo. And he God, goes I hate and... doing this, because... I hate it a lot. He's <laughs> doing that voice a lot, but that's how he speaks. He goes into the garden and fights the big monkey and the jack in the box, and he wins. And when he does, he sees he sees glimpses of the other side of Traverse Town. I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. Joshua was talking about how the world is split in two. It's split mm-hmm. into the Sora version and the Riku version. Yeah, you have to buy both to get all 151. Uh, <laughs> and Riku can now see like holograms of Sora. Neku, Joshua, and Rhyme. How did Joshua get there? We'll find out in Sora's story. Shiki says, hey, what's this? The holograms don't really respond. Riku says, what are we seeing? Uh, Beat says, this is so messed up, man. She's right here in front of me. I can't reach her. I don't know who the fuck these people are, but that still makes me sad. Like that scene. Oh, it's really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Riku, I almost almost said Rhyme. Uh, Riku says, if your hearts are connected, you'll reach her. Right. And Shiki, er, Shiki says, Neku. Riku says, Sora. <laughs> and that's it. It's a lot of just name calling in this, uh, at the end of Traverse Town. Yeah. Yeah, so we see that Riku has completed this world, but first we're going to finish Traverse Town as Sora. I feel like we're going to gloss over some game mechanic bullshit that might not make sense if you haven't played this game, but don't worry about it. So Sora's timeline is farther back than Riku's was. Because uh, it's him, Rhyme, and he finds Neku on top of that building in that area we were just in. And he just sort of teleports up there and says, Hey, Neku, it's you. Sora, what? You actually still trust me? Of course I do. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that I tricked you, right? That guy in the black coat? He said he could send me home, me and my partner. But he said I had to bring you to him first. Sorry. No big deal. When it really mattered, you s- stood up. For me. It says to me, but I'm assuming it's for <laughs> me. Yeah. Uh, besides, we're friends, right? Friends. I've known you for five minutes, and you betrayed me immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but I trust you with all my whole heart. It's too pure. Sora says, oh, hey, Neku, this here is Rhyme. Is she your game partner? No. Sorry. I'm teamed up with someone else. And she just fucking disappears. Sora. <laughs> yep. Sora says, Rhyme. Black coat figure, it's young Xehanort again. He approaches, uh, Neku runs at him, but the figure just launches Neku away, summons the same dreamer boss that Riku just fought, uh, and then walks away into a darkness portal. Sora fights the boss and wins. Notably, young Xehanort hasn't taken his hood off yet, just as a reminder of how time happens in this game. Um, Sure. Because later we'll we'll see uh, an example. So yeah, Sora fights and wins. Uh, we get the same thing. The boss explodes, and then Sora can see the other side of the world. Uh, he sees a hologram of Riku and Shiki, and he says, Riku! Oh, where are we? Oh. Uh, 
out of a portal Joshua voice. <laughs> yeah, a portal appears and Joshua comes out of it and says, hold on, Sora. Naku says, Joshua. Hello, Naku. How long the days without you have felt. Rhyme comes out of the portal, too. Sora says, Rhyme, I'm glad you're okay. Neku, do you know this guy? Yeah, Joshua. He's my friend. Okay. Are you the one who took Rhyme away? And why do you know my name? (laughs) (laughs) Joshua says, If you'd like to sit down for a sec, I'll field your questions one at a time. Let's start with Rhyme. I'm hanging on to her dreams for her. They're my portal. Let's just say her dreams are a gateway between worlds. Sora, pretending to know what the fuck he just said, says, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, sure. Fine. Yeah. Great. Joshua says, next question. You can't just store someone's memories in another person. <laughs> Joshua says, next question. How can I possibly know your name, right? This town is a little secret. It only appears when someone out there has need of, a shel- has need of shelter. I'll spare you the details, but right now it's made up of my dreams. So of course I know you. I dreamed you up. I know your best friend Riku, too. Really? You know Riku? Yeah, I'm kind of omniscient. I don't, that might not even be a joke. <laughs> then where is he? He's right inside this projection, in another imagining of this world. You mean, another Traverse Town? Can I get there through your portal thing? Sad to say, it won't work for you. My portal thing only, only opens for the one with Rhyme's dreams. In this projection, you're seeing another chain of events, in another world trapped by the Dream Eaters. As long as the world get- as for how the world got split in two, I've got a feeling you'll need to ask this guy. Yeah, and this whole time Riku's been slowly stepping away from the stairs, um, which we already saw. And in, like, the projection, yep. Yep, and down the stairs comes the hooded cloak and takes it off, and it's Xehanort. Surprise. Sora says, him again. And then when he takes the hood off, he's like, who's that? Riku says beat, Neku, or no, sorry. Rhyme. Rhyme says beat, Neku says shiki, Sora says Riku. Yeah, and then there's this weird, awkward montage of the world ends with the U character spinning against a white background for some reason. And mm-hmm. Joshua gives this monologue, and it, I mean, then spoils this the This is end the part where game. it would be world ends with, this is where it would be world ends with you spoilers, so. Fair warning. He says to Sora and Riku, after they've both completed their stories, uh, across both worlds, they're, like when he's standing there, like the, the t- when he's talking to the one, the other is in hologram, but they can both hear him. It's it's actually pretty cool. He says, in their world, something happened that brought their existence to an end. To keep them from fading altogether, I gathered up the very last remnants of their dreams and looked for a place to give them refuge. It was then that this world appeared to answer my call, and Rhyme's dreams allowed it mm. allowed us to reach it. Allowed us to reach it. Here, I thought they might have a chance that the pieces of their dreams could make them whole again. Imagine why, my surprise when I realized that dreams take bodily form in this world. It struck me. By linking their dream pieces back together, maybe I could make them exist again. Maybe I could give them another chance. Yeah, okay. Um, Did you fall asleep, uh, Jesus? I might as well have. Um, <clears throat> Riku says, it can't be that simple. Well, why can't it? By ourselves, we're no one. It's when other people look at us and see someone. That's the moment we start to exist. All they needed was for someone to see them, connect with them. Uh, and the two of you were a big part of making it happen. This is exactly what it felt like to read fucking metaphysical theory in college. Oh, this is oh, this is nothing. Existence is just a line. A chair is an object. But what makes a chair a chair, mm-hmm. really? Riku and Sora say, Joshua, at the same time, they say, Joshua, just who are you? 
let's just say a friend, and then he sprouts angel wings and flies away. <laughs> Great. <laughs> awesome. Anyways, they seal the keyhole together, I guess, sure. And then there's a Yin Sid flashback. I think it's, it's my turn, right? Yep. Yeah. One dream is connected to another, which means you must choose in which sleeping world you will begin. You don't get to choose. I already chose. I will return you to the Destiny Islands just before they were swallowed by the darkness and plunged into sleep. Mm. What is this? What? What is Since this? Since when? Since now, Since when were they plunged into sleep? He, they just came from there. Why is there a Sleeping World version of it? Uh, back in time. It's the... Uh, that You raised an excellent fucking point. <laughs> it's still there! It's they, we, just came, we just came from there. I mean, it came back, so like, is... But then it came back again, like it shouldn't be asleep. God, I love Interstitial Season 2. <laughs> uh, plunged into sleep. Once dreams take you, you must let them guide you to the sleeping world. As there are seven pure lights, there are seven sleeping keyholes. I don't think these are actually related in any way other than the number seven. However, un unlocking these will both grant you new powers and... F sure. And free the worlds of their weightlessness. Complete this task and return here safely, and I will name you both true masters. And um, that's the end of this episode. I have to literally go fall asleep now. All right. <laughs> Good. Good night. <laughs> rock a <-bye>, Joe. <laughs> Where are you on the internet before you completely snooze? <laughs> uh, Twitter.com slash ghost of Joe, ghost of J. Oh, and I do some other podcasts. I don't know which one to plug. Probably let's do Bed Bath and Bonkle since this was a sleepy episode. I make a show. Bing well, bong and banana <laughs> Yep. I don't make the show. I'm on the show. Basically, more or less. Uh, a program called Bed Bath and Monaco where my good friend Riley calls me first thing Monday morning uh, to wake me up and just starts talking about Bionicle lore. It sucks. I hate it. It's really funny. It's a really good show. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, go listen to that. Um, also, as of the day we're recording this, I put up the interstitial holiday special uh, for patrons. So you, if you're already a patron, you might have already heard it. You probably have by the time this is out. Um, if you're not a patron and you don't want to wait, go check it out. It was really cool. We had Bud Chris on, and we, I don't know, Matt Hardy is there. <laughs> it's it's fun. It's, it's a lot uh, of fun. What is it called in the in your feed? It'll be called the Interstitial Two Family Two Furious. Fuck. Yeah, because that's like a joke that comes up like ten or fifteen minutes in, and yeah. I just like decided at that moment. Yep, that's the name of the episode. It's very funny. Because mm -hmm. the. Chris plays Brian O'Connor from the Fast and the Furious films. That's my stuff. What's your stuff? Twitter.com slash TheTravisW and a podcast called Very Random Encounters where we play tabletop role-playing games where we randomly determine as much as is possible. It's a little improv uh, challenge for us, uh, and we tell interesting stories with uh, completely randomized uh, story seeds. I really, I'm, I don't know how many times I can, it's like every time we make a new story, I'm like, oh, damn, we're like, we've got it figured out now. <laughs> um, uh, Greg is GMing this season. Uh, we're playing a game called Tales from the Loop. Greg is the most uh, experienced GM out of all of us, and things are always really good when Greg is behind the helm. I like all of our seasons, but I have a special place in my heart for whenever Greg uh, GMs. And that's this season, Tales from the Loop. Good. 
season of VRE. You can support this show on Patreon. I already mentioned it, but patreon.com slash memorizecast. <coughs> Sorry. Um, okay. To get those interstitial one-shots, the holiday bonus, and episodes of this show early, you can join our Discord server to talk about whatever Kingdom Hearts or non-Kingdom Hearts things you want to talk about with other listeners of the show. And we're there. You can email us at memorizecast at gmail.com. If you have any questions about the games going forward or just questions you want us to adjust in the show, um, I wish I had emails for you people so I could ask you questions because uh, I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. <laughs> I, that's what the Discord server is for, though. I, I always go in there and I'm like, hey, what the fuck is happening in Kingdom Hearts so I can talk about it on the show? Crowdsourcing and understanding of a video game. Um, our theme music is a remix of Dearly Beloved by Light Day, courtesy of Game Chops. And is that it? I think so. Cool. I got it. Fuck. I got it. Fuck. Put the podcast back on. It's cute as fuck. <laughs> so that was two Traverse Towns, I guess. Got, got it. it memorized. We were together. Hello and welcome to Bed Bath and Bionicle, a show where I call Joe my friend Hi. at 7 a.m. my time and talk to them about the wonderful world of Bionicle. Let's mm. go through a quick quiz, Joe. Mm. Um, tell me any member of the Toamata. Uh, is that the first one? It's the first one. Uh, Kopaka. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <coughs> potato. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there you go. That's two. Taco Nuva. You can find more of this riveting information over at Bed Bath & Bionicle Nirvana. on your local podcast app. <laughs> That's not! It's a band! <laughs> Eric, every Monday, check us out. <laughs> I'm so sleepy. <laughs> <laughs>